everybody. Welcome to Tadai Ma Terrace House Podcast, your weekly companion to your favorite show on Netflix. I'm Robert Scarponito, and I'm joined here by Daily Wilhelm. Konbanwa. Jack Zapata. Merry day after Christmas, everybody. And Colin Sparling. You know what helps with post-Christmas depression? To Daima a Terrace House podcast. Thank you for hey. listening, everybody. I was hey. going to say alcohol, but that works uh, too. Oh, yeah. Fuck. And when <laughs> he says helps, when he yeah. says helps, he means helps him. Mm. Yes. yes. Mm. Very true. I have some demons so, to drown. What, what did everyone get for Christmas? Goodies. Socks. <laughs> lots and lots of socks. You Minion know what? You socks. Guys, you guys got gifts for Christmas because Robert got you gifts and he didn't get me anything. So oh, look, Robert got me slippers. I, I, I don't even know your address. And definitely don't say your address now because no, then you'll yeah, you, Dude, we should dox Jack. We should, that's what you can get for Christmas. I feel like Yui and OND. This is just such a betrayal. No, I'm Send just kidding, guys. I'm just socks. being a total jerk here. Minion Robert's socks. Who got minion socks? I didn't get min- minion socks. I didn't socks. get minion socks. I, I gave the minion socks slippers. to myself. That was pretty cool. Pushing. Oh, <laughs> is pushing still a thing? Pushing is totally a thing. Mm. I remember I used to send I used to send emojis in, in Facebook Messenger with Pushing all the time. Do <laughs> you it were more. a really cool kid, huh? Oh yeah, god, it you was were the so cool, cool kid with those <laughs> yeah. stickers. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh jeez. So this week we're gonna be covering. Well, I guess no, we've already covered something earlier this week. But what we're gonna do today is we're gonna kind of round up all of the lost tapes from part one because we still haven't talked about them but by lost tapes we mean the another terrace clips the lost tapes is what we call them uh so what we've done is we've watched all what is it guys 20 <laughs> 20 clips yeah. a lot Roughly it was a good like two hour block or so of watching thereabouts yeah. yeah it was a lot um so we've watched all of them and we're not going to talk about all of them today because Again, it's a lot, but we've kind of narrowed it down to maybe a good handful of ones that we definitely want to talk about, uh, but we will put a link to all of them down in the description below or in the show notes. So if you want to go watch the ones we don't talk about or even watch the ones that we do talk about, so you have a little more context, feel free to do so because there are some really funny ones. We have curated a fine selection of deli meats and cheeses and charcuterie to go along Char- with these fine. One more time. Charcuterie. <laughs> Chartreuterie. Can you define that? That's the word. That's the way to say it. I'm saying it right, guys. What are you talking about? I'm not spelling it. (laughs) But anyways, this is a game show. Listen, you can't make fun of Jack too hard. You can't make fun of Jack too hard because I didn't even know what the fuck charcuterie was until about two years ago. (laughs) It's not cooterie. But anyways. Ew. What I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is Merry Day After Christmas. We went through all of these for two hours and we picked the finest ones, the finest cuts of mm. Tadima goodness and podcastness for another terrorist videos. I'll stop talking exactly. now. <laughs> Are we now a food? Are, can you just not keep, like all you can think about now is meat and cheese? Oh, That's guys, it. I'm hungry. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Kinda. The finest cuts. There's a yeah, lot of food so, in these too same so we're going to talk about a bunch of these uh but keep in mind please if you want more great terrace house content go check out the rest of them you know there's stuff like uh shohei turning a bunch of eggs into a quiz show that's a real thing uh so check that out and of course many 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 thanks to costco subs for translating all of this their hard work is definitely appreciated and a quick shout out to hearth rose in our discord because he is also on the team and he's been an invaluable resource for figuring this stuff out. So thank you for all the hard work that you and Costco subs do. But without further ado, let us talk about the lost tape from the very first week that the show calls past love stories, where it's basically all six of them eating dinner. And it's definitely like this feels early, you know, I mean, it is early, but it's essentially everyone kind of exchanging, you know, their past relationships what they value in a significant other and any and all those kind of things so it's really weird always going back to these another terrorist clips because um the way we usually do it right is is usually it's after we've watched a good chunk in the show and all these relationships and how these people know each other it's always already established so going back to week one before everyone knows each other before all the incidents before all the arguments uh it's it's so crazy, like thinking like what's to come from these people. It, everything seems so new and innocent and everyone's just trying to like get to know each other. Um, and here we get some backstory about past loves and relationships uh, to kind of set up uh, who these people are. And, and it's something we didn't see in the show, which is what makes it interesting. Mm. 
The one that the one thing I want to hone in on, and for me, it's um, it's it's the way Haruka and Risiko define their what they want in an SO. Because uh, Haruka is very, you know, I want my boyfriend to tell me everything. I want to ask him what his day is like. And then I want him to tell me every little thing he does that day. If he's going to go on like a business dinner with a girl, he needs to tell me way in advance, that kind of thing. Whereas Risiko is kind of the complete opposite, funnily enough, where she doesn't really care what her boyfriend does throughout the day. You know, it's just like he's his own person. If he wants to talk about me to his friends, that's cool. And I wrote in my notes that Haruka disagrees. The first of many disagreements. Hmm. Yeah. Foreshadowing. This is some foreshadowing. If you were to watch this in the first week, it, it tells of what to come, the difference between Haruka and Risako, because it, it, they're just complete and utter opposites. And Risako doesn't want anything to do with anything that her boyfriend is doing outside of their relationship or outside of home or whatever. Like, she doesn't care. She just cares what happens between them. And so Kenny trying to explain himself, like, okay, what if I go out? on a work date with a coworker or like I, I need to go out with someone for a job. Like I'm trying to pitch a sale or something like that. How would you feel about that? And so Risako is like, I don't want to know. Haruka's like, tell me everything. Tell and me. so Kenny's like, Oh God, what do I do? He's <laughs> like, I don't know what to do in this situation. You, you can't win man is what it seems like, but it just depends on the person. Yeah. Uh, the next clip that we have highlighted here is, uh, from week four, it's called frozen milk, which is a very confusing name at first, but it comes to light very quickly. Um, so the clip opens up with Risiko. She's exhausted. She's definitely been working a lot and you know, you get that feeling, right? Especially early in the season where she's definitely been doing a lot of stuff. She's working that job and practicing for parkour. Um, but she's still determined to always put her best foot forward to do stuff. And then Ruka comes home and Shohei's like, hey, Ruka. And he walks up, goes to the kitchen and pulls out a, from the freezer a carton of milk. It's like, did you fucking freeze a carton of milk? <laughs> I wanted to make you? ice cream. <laughs> he, he thumps it down on the counter and like knock, knock, knock. It's solid as a rock. Like what happened here? And I think that because it's like a French style freezer is mm. where the freezer's on the bottom, it might have been confusing because I think Kauri also was like, oh, the freezer's down there. You know, so if you don't mm. know, like. We might get, you know, I've only I've only had the kind of um, fridges where it's either side by side or it's like the bottom part is the bigger ha part. And that's the fridge. And then the freezer's on top and smaller part. But with, it seems like with their fridge, the freezers at the bottom. I don't know. I'm going to argue would, with you here. Just that the I don't think like it's a very steep learning curve to be like, this <laughs> no. is the freezer. This is the, the refrigerator. Yes. Milk does it's not go in one. the freezer. The colder one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you, uh, you are right. Uh, Ruka made a dumb move there. <laughs> made for yeah, some good comedy, though. So I I, uh, I don't know if I'm a fan of the whole, like, drawer-style freezer. It kind of weirds me out. I'm like, I, I just I don't feel like I can stack stuff as efficiently. There's no shelves going on here. Like, I I don't know. It always weirds me out. Like, I don't, I don't know how to feel about them. And I've never been in a household, like, where I've had to use one persistently. It's always been in other people's places. But I, yeah. I always feel like it's an inefficient use of space, or am I just crazy? Like, do you guys have You're strong crazy. feelings about this? I think it could work. I think they've, I think they've solved the problems that you're <laughs> bringing up yeah. before. You know, I think technology has <laughs> taken hold in engineering, and you know, found a way. I've, I like the fan. I mean, there's you go to Best Buy or wherever. That's like, I don't know if most people, some other people maybe listen to this podcast don't know what Best Buy is. Electronic store. Anyways, um, you go there and you just test out like the fancy fridges where you like knock on them and they turn a the light on and you can see everything inside the fridge what without the opening what? the door what? Not you know about fuck. This? it's like a glass it's like a glass front and then you like knock on it and then the internal light turns on you can see everything in the fridge without opening the door for efficiency it's pretty what badass anyways I'm, fridges uh, have came okay. a far away guys they've come a long Apparently. way since the I mean, 80s and 90s and there's some crazy tech out there i mean there's some with like tablets on them and shit that's a little yeah. overkill that's anyways, i don't understand on your fridge. smart fridges yeah. i'm no, glad that don't they don't have one in what? Terrace House, because otherwise, what if they use that as the chalkboard instead? Yeah. A little lackluster. I mean, they the literally have... is essential. They literally have um, fridges where you could watch Netflix and thus Terrace House on the door of the fridge. Okay, Yo. well, hold on, though. But, like, but why? <laughs> I, no, I'm not saying <laughs> it's a good idea. I'm just saying <laughs> it was somebody's idea. 
I mean, can I just say that that means sometime in the future, being single and alone and sad will mean going to your freezer, opening it up, getting a hot pocket out and nuking it, and then setting a chair up in front of your fridge. Oh god. <laughs> To eat a hot pocket and watch something. You know what though? In some in a city like Tokyo where space is such a premium, someone might appreciate that. Fair point. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you ever had one of those moments where you walked into your kitchen and you're like looking for something to eat and you open your fridge and nothing's in there, and then you just but you open again like a, f- a couple minutes later of like assuming food's just gonna magically appear in your fridge somehow. It, like yeah. what what happens? Where where does a oh, tablet yeah. on your fridge come into that? Is that just you just yeah. like watch Terrace House on your okay. fridge and you're like, oh, I totally forgot what's in my fridge, and then okay, you we're open really it again. ham on um, fridge technology. <laughs> we are, we are. This we're is, going uh, way off track. I so happen to be but, someone that can talk about this. I don't know why, but they also I, have yes. fridges now with cameras on the inside, and you can get mm-hmm. on your phone or on your tablet and look at what's in there. Maybe like ostensibly you're at the grocery store, you're like, oh fuck, how much yeah. milk do we have? Go on your phone. Okay, that's it. Boom. Well, well also, Ruka froze the fucking milk, so now we need milk. Also, Amazon wants nothing more than to know exactly what is in your fridge and how hot and how much milk you have so that they can send you a notice saying hey you only have a third you know this much milk left hit this button and we'll send you some in two hours so that's on the way by the way the Future. amazon fridge yes it's scary <laughs> but there's a rubber band too right in this yes that we need to talk about yeah so uh kenny and ruka they're they're playing this game where uh so someone brought brought like a gift or something right that had like the rubber band mm-hmm. ribbon thing wrapped around that? it like it's not I quite a rubber band right but it's, it's a rubbery... it's one of those like thick ones and then they yeah. they made it so that it's not a circle anymore it's just the right. strip of rubber band yeah it's like, yeah, it's like an egg noodle it. almost what yeah. was in the the box though that it was attached to i didn't understand I, what i was looking I, at i remember kenny got some gift or something like that and it was like part of the packaging or something like that right oh so so they play this game and i don't know why anyone decided this is a game i want to play no but, but essentially um you have two people facing each other one and you each put one end of the band in your on your in your teeth so you're kind of clenching your teeth on it like this it's like lady in the tramp style yeah except for instead of sucking it in and coming in for a kiss you pull at each other until one person lets go and I couldn't help but think, okay, wait, so is the loser the person who lets go yeah. or the one who gets snapped in the face? Yeah. And okay, the mother hen in me was coming out here. I was like, they need eye protection for this. Someone's going to get <laughs> snapped in the eye. It's going to be real bad. I was like, they need safety glasses. I felt I was really scared. Yeah. I, don't I, know. I think it's just a game of chicken, isn't it? It kind of is. It's kind of, um, I don't like... They all made like a big deal when they got hit, like, oh my god, you hit me, but then they're like, mm. it doesn't hurt, it doesn't hurt, but I feel like it hurt. I think it Maybe. hurt. I, yeah. I, I mean, it. I'm glad to hear that they all seem fine when they did get smacked, because it looked bad, and it just scares the shit out of you, right? Because they are not close together at all. They're far, they're like the whole dining room table's width apart, and they are going further back than that, too. And is it like a game of chicken where you pull back until something happens? I guess you pull back that's, till someone slips. That's not a game I, I would play either. No, like, I what's just, the what's the upside of this? I just think yeah. it's like who's gonna give. Like, like there's no question as to whether or not you, like you're able to hold on to it. I think it's just like who's gonna be the one that tries to slap the other. Yeah, and I noticed they're only using like their two front teeth to hold it down. To it's not like rubber band way in the back there with their molars, you know. Unless you're Rosako. Yeah. 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 So you know, I just realized we didn't see Shohei play the game, and I wonder if it's because his two front teeth are bad. Oh yikes! Oh, man, <laughs> we learned a lot about Shohei's teeth through yeah. these like lost tapes. Like I, I don't think that ever came up in the show. Mm. Like his nope. teeth. Like we I joked was. a lot about like his laugh, his smile, but we had no idea that we are being deceived by that front denture. His, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the seventh roommate Thank of the house. We'll get there, yeah. but sometimes he'll put him to bath. You know, he's like, oh, he's relaxing. He's taking a bath now. Yeah, it's, oh. his, it's his pet. It's his little pet. And his mouth. Tom, Tom, Tom Toothy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, if there's anything all of these lost tapes have taught me is that Shohei is the best boy. Like, Shohei I've always believed boy. it. Yes. Oh, yes. 110%. But confirmed. He's the best I, boy of the season. I had a leering suspicion, but I can confirm now after watching at least, yes, Shohei is 
let's make Shohei, the house awesome. Shohei is the star of all these another terrorist clips, y'all. He really is. Yeah. I mean, there are two clips here that are just focused on him teaching someone else in the house how to cook, and they actually edit it so that way there are, there's text that shows up that's like, yeah. here's the cooking recipe, yeah. like here's the instructions. It's pretty comprehensive. Yeah, like you can make yeah. ludofan and judofan at home because of Terrace House. That's it was, wild. Yeah, it was legit food porn. Like, like a, I mean, a cooking show, I should say. Yeah, for for that clip. Right. But the next clip that uh, we have here is one from week six. It's the doodle competition. It's called Let's Draw, where we're in the kitchen and it's Shohei, Ruka, and Cody, and they're just hanging out together. And Shohei comes, he starts this conversation asking Cody, like, so if I had, if I just say, hey, can you draw this? Could you just do that? Or do you need a <laughs> reference? You know? Uh-huh. And it kind of leads them to all play this impromptu game of what's basically Pictionary. Yes, <laughs> where where Shohei just whispers over to Ruka and says like he draw this thing, and then Cody has to guess what he draws, and the first Give, thing they yeah. that Ruka drew was a boy skiing. He's he's got sixty <laughs> seconds basically to draw, it, and then Cowrie has to guess what it is. Yes, I don't know where I expected like Ruka's skills to be, like what level he was gonna be at drawing wise. Mm. But I like I don't know. As soon as he revealed the drawing, I just laughed out loud. Like yes, it's I, really good. I I didn't expect like super high quality, amazing. But it's like a five year old. Like he um, has not drawn since he was a child. Excuse me though, because I would probably draw like that. <laughs> I would have you drawn since you were a kid? No, I don't draw very much. Like my handwriting's really bad. My spelling's getting mm. worse by the month. And my drawing is just horrible. Spell Wait, Jack, are you sure you're not a doctor? I don't know. I, yeah, that's the thing. I got to draw all these prescriptions out, right? But yeah. it was very funny. It was very elementary, I guess, is the is the word. You wouldn't think I mean, a 19-year-old would draw like that, but here we are. Even the most skilled of artists, though, can't do a whole lot in 60 seconds. It's just not a whole lot of time. Yeah, but you can see, though. With, when, with Shohei, yeah. Yeah, w- but you can see that Cowrie does add some extra detail, you know, that yeah. maybe an average person wouldn't. You can see she's kind of got that trained penmanship. Right. Uh, one of my favorite bits, though, in this clip is when it's Shohei's turn to draw and he has to show it to Cowrie. And it's a, it's a picture of a, of a person what looks like they're tripping over a rock. Yeah. And I love how Cowrie guesses not just a person falling, but specifically Kenny falling <laughs> because of the hair. <laughs> and so begins. Giveaway. The dunking on the, Kenny the rest of this It's just scribble. It's just yeah. scribble. It's Kenny's hair. Like, ham-fisted scribble. And it's like, oh, that's Kenny. We know that's Kenny. Kenny. He it's has Kenny. been compared to a poodle, I believe, before. Yes. yes. Kenny. Oh, he totally has and, hair like a poodle. And then I can't they, unsee it now. They And then they totally, like, craft this narrative all about Kenny now. Mm. In the subsequent images they're drawing, I guess they draw Indian Kenny, where he's, I guess he's wearing a turban. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, that was, that was, that so was really strange. Off the wall. It wasn't it's bizarre. I was yeah. But here's the thing I've gotten worse prompts off Drawful. So, uh-huh. you know, it's not True. that bad, I guess. Yes. Uh, and then, and then they end, then they ask Ruka, okay, end this four panel comic, draw us another thing. Like, where, where is this going to end for Kenny? And I guess Ruka doesn't like Kenny much because he puts Kenny in the hospital for his end. You got to follow the, the, the thread, the narrative thread, right? He was skiing. He tripped. He went to India and then he went to the hospital. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it wasn't a skiing he, accident. It was just him tripping over a small rock a that rock. sent him yeah. to the hospital. After he got and, off the, the mountain. Yeah. Now he's yes. on his deathbed, narrowly escaping death with an <laughs> IV in his <laughs> It's a near death experience. And he drew like this weird square around it, like and Shohei was like making fun of how squiggly it is. He's, it looks like a cushy room. It looks very soft with soft walls. <laughs> yeah, those. I don't know. Fun. That was just a cute little scene. It kind of um, obviously it doesn't add much to, I guess, the narrative question mark of Terrace House, but it adds this layer of look. These three people are just kind of having fun. Yeah. What do you mean, dude? I. I want Ruka to do the storyboarding for uh, Kenny's biopic. There we go. There we go. Mm. When I he goes to wa- India, when he trips, when he goes to the hospital. Yeah. Absolutely. I just want to take a moment here and just kind of talk a little bit broader about another terrorist. Whereas, like, these are clips that are supplemental material. But to Robert's point, it just shows them just being real people, just being real roommates, just having a good time. And I wish that these kind of things were more in the show. I just think mm. it's really great for character development, for showing bonds. It would help that problem we've pointed out 
too many times already about sloppy editing and like not really understanding why people are such good friends when we never see them being friends. And like this right. game, them playing is a good example of that house bonding. And it's something that I definitely live for uh, when I watch Terrace House. And so it's just a shame that it's in the another Terrace clips. I wish it was in the show proper, but I'm glad we have it, at least in this form. Yeah. Yeah. I, to, to your point, Jack, I, uh, I think that with the editing, it, it comes down to like they got to leave the stuff in that moves a lot of the, the stuff forward and they don't have as much of a chance to focus on the sort of relationship building uh, outside of that. Uh, and so I think these clips are are definitely they, they ground the show a lot more. It doesn't really feel set up. A lot of these feel really impromptu, like they're actually just people living together. And that's the, a lot of the moments that we don't get so much in the show. I think we've gotten a few like that uh, that I can think of in my head where they're like all cooking in the kitchen. But otherwise, these are a lot of those scenes are relegated to a lot of these and other terrorist clips. So like, I mean, the, the, we didn't talk about it. We're probably not going to cover it much. But like the spontaneous workout session that Rosako hosts with the rest of the people in the house. <laughs> They and were working doing out a, their butts. Who doesn't want to see They were doing that? the butt lift workouts. Yeah. It was awesome. And, and she it, was, it she was, was in drill sergeant mode, too. It was nice to oh, see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were like, yeah. Yeah. Overall, like, especially with Risiko, because, like, for some reason, toward the end of this part, I started being like, Risiko just kind of, like, hangs around the house. But it's like, she works hard. And everyone notices, too. They're always talking about how she gives 120%. And I kind of forgot about that aspect of her that's like very hard working um, in the main show, whereas right. the you know lost tapes here really helped to remind me like, oh, no, she's doing a lot that we're not seeing on screen. Yeah, because so what I've noticed is, too, is like at the beginning of a of a part or a, a season of Terrace House, right? Like you just have the, si- the this first six people. And since those relationships haven't really developed too much yet. Uh, as an editor, I'm assuming they have to focus a lot more on their own personal stories, right? Like where they work, what do they do for a hobby or whatever, whatever else, because they need to, they need that to fill out content. And then once those relationships sort of build, they get these narrative arcs or, or these or these sort of scenes that they can build out with dates and things like that. So the the sort of uh, stuff that the people are doing for work or their hobbies, that takes a back seat to what's mm-hmm. now happening in the relationships between the people in the house. Uh, so in that way, I think that it gets us in that mo- that groove or that mode where we just kind of forget what they're doing outside of the house and outside of their relationships with other people. Mm. I mean, Risiko had that really scary line when she's forcing everyone to plank. First, so it was Haruka, it was Kenny, it was um, Shohei, and she's making them all do a two-minute plank. She says Haruka can stop in 60 seconds. So she is making this crazy face like she's straining. But the two guys are keep, keep going, and she goes... If uh, one of you stops, then you all have to start over from the beginning. She was like full on like mm. drill sergeant mode. And then after they're done, they're all like, oh, I'm, I'm groaning like, oh, I'm sore. She starts. She throws out this like saying about a gun. She's like, see, you think you pushed yourself to the limit, but you really haven't. If I had a gun to you right now and said, do it again, you would, wouldn't you? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah <I> would. <laughs> it's like, damn, she is a hard worker. Like, like, uh, uh. Kenny said, you know, she w- he doesn't think she would be happy unless she was doing 120 mm-hmm. percent effort with mm-hmm. things. And I, I kind of relate to that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We learn a lot about the hardworking side of Risiko. But I think also in these clips, we see a lot more of Kenny just as a dude. I think because one of our a biggest dude. complaints right about part one is Kenny is just kind of mo- for the most part, he doesn't feel fleshed out. Mm-hmm. But we even see scenes of him. You know, I think there's one of the earlier uh, after another houses where he basically kind of asks Risiko out on a date. Like, she's about to get a fever, and he says, don't get a fever, or, like, rest up so you can come to my live show. You know? And that that right. felt so out of character for what I think I know about Kenny, because, for the most part, he's been portrayed as kind of a lazy bum who never asks anyone out, ever. Mm-hmm. And a shill. So and you're saying shill. he's showing that he's worried about his health for a show? For like uh, her health. Show? He's, wor- he's worried about her, oh, her health. health. Oh, okay. Saying like, so that way you can come to my show. Well, he's, he's like, never don't asked- get me sick. I have a live show coming <laughs> yeah, yeah, up. That I, would be totally I, different. He did say that, didn't he? No, he, he said, said so no. Because I, I have want- a show in two days, so I'm going to stay I, over here. I read that as he wants her to come. <laughs> okay, I think he was That's being nice. Because yeah. he's like, don't get me fucking sick. I'm going to sit over on this side of the room now. <laughs> Thank you. That's how I took it. I don't know. It's funny. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, next big clip that we want to focus on here is from week eight. It's called love counseling and it's, uh, it takes place in the skate park. And here's the thing. We, there are actually quite a few scenes that do this, but it's from a scene we've seen in mm-hmm. the actual show, 
but then they either cut it off early or something because more happens here, right? So it's that scene where Risiko and Ruka are in the skate park just hanging out and chilling. Mm. And it just opens up with both of them kind of sitting on the ground on their boards. And Risiko is already tired of asking Kenny out. And this yeah. is week eight. Like, I think they just went on their first <laughs> date last week. <laughs> She's like, I'm sick of it. Like, that's yeah. the way she would. I'm sick of it. Yeah, she was fed up. And it's like we were asking ourselves these questions during this time you know and she mm. kind of point blank answers it right then and there you know i would have been so much as pessimistic as i was about them going out at week eight i would have been like it's done completely over with at this time Th this scene adds so much more context to the inner struggle she's having in episode 12 now mm. right yes yeah absolutely and i think god uh, i think the common thread for me with Ruka and a lot of these terror another terrorist clips is that damn is he like stiffer than a board you know it she's it, she might as well have been talking to a wall when she was talking to yeah. Ruka about this stuff I she he tries to offer some sort of insights like hey maybe you should think about Kenny's perspective and stuff like that and I don't know it just came off as very passive he's not really putting much thought into the conversation I feel like or at least he's trying to but I don't think he can really wrap his head around it for me, that translated into, like, he, in that moment, felt very defensive of Kenny. Like, mm. there's this, and I oh, think, think so? Robert okay. screencapped it, like, he gives this side-eye to her, like, mm. what are you talking about? Like, that she's not being, like, considered enough of Kenny. And as we know, and this is kind of a glimpse into the future, so, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, we know that, you know, he actually does have a very close relationship with Kenny behind the scenes here and, you know, was very emotional when he found out that Kenny was thinking about, you know, graduating from the house, moving on. So I yeah. think in that moment, he was just kind of like, I can't say anything bad about Kenny. Like, he's busy. Don't be mean to Kenny, please. And she yeah. was just getting more frustrated, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. She. I mean, she literally says whatever. Like, yeah. Twice. Like. I agree with Daly's analysis here. I think this was just Ruka trying to stand up for his big bro in the house. You know, that's kind of that's the vibe I got. But also, I get the vibe that basic, basically, uh, I think it was in a recent episode that we've covered that Cowdy says to Ruka, hey, you kind of suck at talking. Like, she was nicer about it than I am. But, you know, he likes to be quiet. He's comfortable in the silence which is fine, but at the same point, if you're having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with someone, you've got to do something, man. Like, you can't just sit there and absorb all the information and not regurgitate. And that's kind of what he does here, because I remember yeah. there's a point, like, halfway through the clip. He doesn't say anything, and his first line, after, like, five, ten seconds of silence, is, girls' feelings are complicated. <laughs> like, how much yeah, of a non-response so, is that? It's so tone-deaf. So this is a theme that we've visited before on our very podcast. Like, I really get the sense here, personally myself, that Risiko just wanted to vent. She's not necessarily looking for advice. She's not necessarily looking to, um, you know, have have uh, uh, Kenny being stuck up for here, you know, and justified in his actions, you know. So I think that all just led to more of the frustration there. It's really about Ruka, what he should have done, you know, after looking at this, like, just sit back and listen. Like you said, you know, just like absorb, just be there to be a friend, you know, don't be there to try and give counterpoints and tear down her and make her concerns feel invalid. You know, that was the real misstep here, I feel like, on Ruka's part. Yeah. Plus, Risiko knew she was in the right because she brings up that kind of the, the case closing fact. Why did Kenny move in in the first place? Right. Remember, Ooh. he said that he's here for love. Ooh. And, uh, uh, you know, eh, he doesn't. Yeah. And Ruka's like, well, here's he's like, I don't know. Maybe he's here for his music. Or he wanted to date publicly, and I guess in Japan, you know, is, is coming up here. You know, last week and or two days ago, and now in this episode, it's not really like love. You can't be really public with that for whatever reason. I'm still wrapping, trying to wrap my head around that in Japan, but mm. that's the reality they live in. Mm. Yeah, well, I, it's because so he's in the limelight. Mm. Yeah, I, I wanted to bring up too, real quick, that I, I think we're, we're gonna we're skipping over it, but to paraphrase real quick. Uh, when I was watching through the, these clips, I was sort of predisposed by the, by the time I got to this clip because I think I had watched the clip where uh, Ruka goes into the girls' room for the first time and he's sitting there with uh, Haruka and Kawori, and mm. they had like the little plates and stuff like that, and they were drinking some sort of I, I think it was like wine or juice or something, um, and like Ruka was stiffer 
stiffer than a board. He, he was just sitting there and just they were trying to pull information out of him. They're like, hey, like, tell us about yourself. We were like, we don't really know much about you, you know, and he's just like, well, what do you want to know? And he like the clip was pointless. Like the whole clip was just like, dude, yeah. <laughs> you didn't tell us a damn thing about you. Yeah, it's just like the theme like Ruka is just and I don't mean this in a mean way. It's just like I'm trying to be objective here. Like he's just emotionally underdeveloped for his age. Like, he calls every it way mysterious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It comes across mysterious, but it's really just if you brought in a shy 10 to 12 year old into the situation, how would they react? I think it'd be very similar to this. Yeah. I don't know. I do find it funny, though, that Cody first called him mysterious, like you're mysterious to me. And then he kind of ran with it. Like, yeah, a lot of people call me mysterious, (laughs) but he says, but he says it with the charisma of a 10 year old, not like a (laughs) like a cool guy who wears a trench coat or some shit. Mysterious. mysterious. All those guys, all those cool guys out there with cool trench coats. All those cool guys with trench coats, you know, like, I mean, uh, when you say trench coat, unless you mean like fucking Neo from the Matrix, it's not cool, man. (laughs) Basically, Neo. But I mean, you know, you look at a guy like Neo and you're like, okay yeah he could pull off saying <laughs> he's like, a cool guy yeah yeah i'm mysterious <laughs> he's a cool guy no one right. knows but, well actually no no mysterious guy calls themselves mysterious no that that's the thing it. is that you can't no. say it out loud if, you, have you have to have to someone else it. be like oh yeah. you seem mysterious yeah you know yeah, you i have to called. say you're not mysterious. mysterious if you have to say it you're immature same thing right <laughs> yeah. that's ruka basically he wants so many things for himself but can't do any of it oh ruka. Uh, ruka. boy young, young rupa rupa Ruka, oh, my, yeah. I so, still, but I want I want him to I want him to succeed. Yes, yes. So let's go to the next clip. That's all about Rupa. Uh, Rupa. It's Rupa. it's week eight simulation for shy boy. God, this is maybe one of my favorite clips because this is where it finally clicked for me that hey guys, Shohei's funny. He's like really <laughs> funny. <laughs> so <laughs> so in this clip, hi, hi, hi. it's it's after it's all all the boys in the boys room and it's again a continuation of another scene that we've seen where uh basically it's after shohei is breaking down to everyone well no he breaks down the fact that the girls called them all passive boys right Mm. and now uh shohei and kenny are trying to encourage ruka like hey go ask howdy out now like it'll be a power play they just called us passive but you're gonna stand up and be like no i'm not passive i'm here to ask you on a date and they uh, play rehearsal, like, you know, role play a little bit, right? Where uh, Shohei says he's going to pretend to be Cowdy. And then <laughs> and then Ruka knocks on the door and he answers as Risiko first. <laughs> and then has to get Cowdy. And I love how that's a fact they establish. When the second time he does it, he answers as Haruka with his eyebrow up. And then Kenny has to be like, oh my god, you're playing Haruka now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, like the recognition, like, oh, this is Haruka. Yeah, Ruka-kun, Ruka-kun, right? That's what gave it away, that it was Haruka. Yeah, the way he was, um, the way he was impersonating Kaori, too, like, hi, 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 hi. I was like, did she say hi that much? I mean, that was the real scene stealer in this, was Shohei's impressions of all the girls in the house. It was so funny. Oh. I, I love Shohei. I would die for that man. <laughs> well, you like him that much? He's he's pretty great, man. Take a bullet. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I, I would I would hold his tooth for him. <laughs> I gotta say pillow. though, oh oh, his teeth. They really are like the seventh member. But I gotta yes. say, with this um, with this having this context for when we you know kind of ragged on Ruka really hard about his like strategy for going and asking out Kauri. It's like no wonder he was like so nervous like they hyped him up for it and they were like this is what you gotta do. No you can't say that because then she's gonna be like what What do you mean art supplies? Like what are you talking about? Like I feel like they overthought it a little bit. In, well in they this, made him overthink it. Yeah they made him overthink it in this coaching session so now I understand why he was so when he yeah. actually went okay. did the spider-man crawl up the stairs knocked on the girl's right well room store. i will say though the good piece of advice that they did give him though is like hey you need to go like do it now before you talk yourself out of it and start being all negative true do you know what i'm saying because this it's one of those things where like i even if they hadn't interfered i feel like ruka by himself would have overthought it anyway i really think though they only helped him because it's not like he was gonna knock it out of the park without their help anyways <laughs> like anything they did for him was yeah. up in the positive direction like, yeah, let, let's let's remember, right, that even if they like they gave him all of this advice, sure, it made him overthink a little bit, but he still crawled up the stairs like that's a Ruka original. 
Garuka no. original. <laughs> they didn't tell him <laughs> to do that part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they didn't tell the him to do that. That's just something he decided, like, this is the best way to approach that door. And then stand in front of it for, like, minutes. <laughs> Mentally prepping himself mm. to yeah. do what he was about to do. So, if anything, they may have made him overthink it, but I think it helped. And it also was hilarious, which is all I want as a viewer. Fair. Um, but <laughs> kung, kung, kung. And then, so the funny part about this is after he leaves the room and goes upstairs to crawl up the stairs, um, that's when Shohei like gets real with Kenny. He's like, you know what? Actually, I think they're talking about you. He's like, oh. <laughs> Not very good. Yeah. He and seems he's like, way oh. too shocked about yeah, that, like, too. It's I'm like, come on, dude. Now. Exactly. Like, you can't not be aware, at least a little bit, what's you happening. You would think, but Kenny... I don't know, man. I don't know about that guy. Like, can you can you really honestly be that that deaf to everything that's going on? Yes. I think that's why he's single now. <laughs> that's what I that's what I think is happening. That's why he's single. Well, not I don't know about now. I don't know what happens, but, but that's why he's single within the timeline. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, we're right house. now with the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the next scene is a very cute one. It's from week nine called Dog Walking, where we finally get to see Coyote's cute little dog named Aden. Alan. Aden, and she goes Aden. on a walk with Aden and uh, Haruka and Haruka's little sister, Momoka, who's a fashion designer and also draws. I loved her art. Her art's really good. Yeah. I will say that. I was, I was impressed. I was impressed. I, so, you know what I was thinking in the back of my head? And this, this I, I'm going to label this conspiracy theory. Oh, oh God. But here's, here's what I'm thinking. So, it was, this was week nine, right? Yeah. Okay. So, two weeks after this, I, we get... Uh, Broccoli Carbonara, whatever, whatever the name of the episode was. Mm. And so in that episode, isn't that the episode where Kaori confesses that she's not feeling as confident in her art because she like met with the professor and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I wonder if after she saw Haruka's sister's art, I wonder if that kind of she kind of hit took a hit to her confidence a little bit. Oh, like she saw this girl's art and was like, this is better than mine. Is maybe what you're yeah, or, or something like that. And considering how how much younger she was compared to Kawadi, mm. I mean, I think Kawadi had like eight years on her, seven or eight years. Yeah. Um. I so mean, yeah, I wonder if that was like maybe the start of of that bug being planted in her brain, where it was just like, I don't know if I feel like as confident about my art anymore. That's just a conspiracy theory, but so it's a slippery slope, right? Like to go down that path because the reality of it, the harsh reality. Is that there's always a bigger fish, okay? Mm. Even LeBron James, LeBron James, even him. You. you know, right now Zion Williamson just got drafted, uh, and he's like the next big thing. Like, there's always going to be someone younger, stronger, faster, whatever. But it's it's about not like running the race, looking or driving in a race, looking at your your rearview mirror the whole time. You got to focus on like what's ahead. You got to focus on controlling what you can control, and not worrying about what other people can control. And so, I don't know, just. Words of wisdom, I guess. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> no, no, this I mean, one is just like general no, life tips. I mean, you're you're right. You're right. I I mean, that's great advice. First of all, and secondly, I just I just thought that like that just occurred to me while I was watching it because I was looking at this because I was like, wow, this art's really good. I know it doesn't really necessarily have to do with fashion, kind of like what Coyote's wheelhouse is. Uh, but I was like, I wonder if that was something that started because of this or not. Maybe it's a possibility. Man, yeah. I yeah. was just distracted by the dog the whole time. I was just oh, looking the- at the dog. It was a schnauzer. It was <laughs> a like cute little, it looks like a cute little old man. And it's like, why couldn't he come to Terrace House? Why couldn't he be the seventh member? The eighth member. Right. I guess, I guess we Shrek. can't take out Shohei's teeth, the eighth Kick member. Kick that tooth out of there, yeah. <laughs> Toothy and Alan. I think that would be really cute. Just I, I like, think, can we ha- can we have a pet at Terrace? House, yeah. Please? Why why not? Like why I, it, are we going so long in the series? There isn't one pet. I mean, fucking a, a bowl of fucking goldfish, some shit. So my my theory is that it's because they rent out these houses, like the production and it's in the company. Lease. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming that like they don't want to have a dog in there to risk like you know shedding hair or like having accidents on the floor that they have to clean and replace because i mean these houses are big and they're expensive it's a big house in an expensive city yeah Um, a dog or a cat i would love to let's get let's get some more animals in terrace house i'm all for. i agree i agree but i'm guessing that's why they don't you're probably right yeah Uh, i mean they can do porn in the house not in the the house house. they can yeah, they've done porn in that house before Terrace House was oh, a thing. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, it's a yeah. setting. It was, oh, it was yeah. a set 
I mean, backdrop. Yeah, so I mean, I think little Alan can fucking sit on the fucking stairs if they're gonna have porn there. <laughs> yeah, be real. I mean, hey, come on, man. They put down towels and tarps. I'm sure and, and tarps. cover stuff. Bring and out the mat. <laughs> tarps. Bring out the mat. Bring out the mat. Bring out the mat. Mato, mato. A side detail I did want to point out from this clip is that um, when Haruka and Momoka ask Cody, "Hey, what do you talk to your older brother about when you hang out with him?" Uh, she, I mean, she's taken aback. She's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I don't think about that. But then her first go-to is, I guess we catch up on what manga we've been reading. Um, the only reason I bring that up is because we've talked about it previously on the show, right? That apparently her and Ruka have bonded over manga too. And we were Mm. curious if maybe it was like a one-sided, like Ruka telling his mom the comics he really likes, but I'm thinking it might be a little more mutual. Yeah. Between the two. That's nice to know too. Yeah, yeah. I, I've definitely had those dead air conversations, though, with my sibling where it's just like, you know, I'm not really sure what to talk about, but I feel like I should catch up with you because you got stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, granted, my, my brother isn't much for conversation. He's more like just very straightforward, like, hey, I just need I, I want to talk through this and talk about what I need to talk about and get out. You know what I'm talking about? So I don't know if any of you guys suffer that with any of your siblings, but it's just I don't know. It's just how the way it goes. You know, you know, you know each other. You grew up with each other. You kind of have an idea of what's going on with them. Mm. On a side note, there were turtles too. There were also turtles. Why can't there be a turtle in the pool in Terrace? I mean, I know why there can't be a turtle in the pool in Terrace House, but okay. But why can't there be a turtle in the pool in Terrace House? I mean, real talk. I mean, real talk. Pet turtles. Put like a bunch of rocks. Put a bunch of like ten foot tall rocks in the pool, (laughs) so the turtle can hang onto them. Yeah, and have it not be chlorine or salt water. Mm Or whatever oh, it is. Oh, that's probably why, yeah. <laughs> Chlorine. That's the only reason they can't have turtles, yes. <laughs> I didn't think about it's that. It's the only yeah. one. Uh, the next clip is a choice fucking clip. Week 10 called Flying Denture. And all six of them are at the dinner table. And funnily <laughs> enough, they're all gushing about uh, Yusuke's, Eden Kai's most recent performance. Uh, and I didn't even think about this until they brought it up. But you know Monogatari, the, the song that he mm-hmm. wrote from after yeah. being on terrace house they're all like i relate to this song a lot more because i've literally been on terrace house and i'm like you know i guess it is like a unique experience yeah right and it's kind of cool being a member of the small group that truly understands what it means and it's funny too because yusuke mentioned it to us yes <laughs> on the show about that song that exact friend of the song, show so. yusuke friend, friend of the of show, show yusuke yes <laughs> friend of the show merry christmas uh, by the way. and then shohei worries about how today was such a good day that a bad day just has to be around the corner. Like that's just how karma in the world works. I what? guess. He was like legit paranoid. Like he's scared. <laughs> yeah, he can't let himself enjoy things. He said, "I hope it already happens and evens out the day." Like he was hopeful for it to just be quick. Yeah, it's like, dude. I don't know. It's a weird thing to worry about, but sure. And then meanwhile, Risiko like super spaces out, like she's tired or something. I think this was around the time she uh, like her rib was fractured or whatever. Like mm. she took, you know, she did she uh, tripped maybe. I forgot I all think. about that. Yeah, we still don't know about like what exactly happened there. I don't yeah. think skateboard. She flew forward. Yeah, yeah. She did an Armon. She fractured no. something though. Yeah, mm. I think right. Broke her rib. Yeah, pretty yeah. sure allegedly. So while she's spacing out, Shohei is like. Okay, I guess I won't make you laugh. And then he starts making some of the best fucking faces that we can't make here because this is the audio medium of podcasting. But uh, he makes some very great faces. He's and they're blasted. hilarious. He's oh, blasted. yeah, he's he's blasted drunk and making <laughs> so, hilarious faces. So drunk. I love what Cardi's line, alcohol is scary. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, too. Uh, and, and then while Shohei's laughing... Keep in mind, we didn't know at the time that his front tooth is fake, and it just kind of pops it out. He just kind of flies out. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, my denture. I thought <laughs> when I saw the title, Flying Denture, I thought it was going to be like he was going to tell a really funny story about like a grandpa or something, but mm. no. Mm-mm. Whoop. It just yeah. went. He, it's and his. it's like his front fucking tooth. Yeah. It's not like it's like totally noticeable. You know, it's not something you can hide. But god, the girls I, lose their shit. And I did too when it happened. It's hilarious. I, I, yeah, I was like, oh my god, I didn't know it was a denture. Am I the only one who didn't know it was a denture? <laughs> like, I, I had no and idea. I did not I land on Kenny and like fall to the floor too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right next to him. 
<laughs> and then Teresa goes holding her side because she can't laugh because yeah. her phone's broken, but she's trying to hold it in. But all the girls are like crying. They're like oh rolling on the floor, laughing, especially Hanukkah. And she's like pointing at him too and laughing. It's, it's kind of rough. And then he keeps he keeps going with it too. He's like, no, 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 don't look. And then like he puts it in, takes it out, puts it in, takes it out. Mm-hmm. With his tongue. It's, with his tongue. Yeah, it's like he a comedy wrong. routine. Like, don't tell him that he can also be a comedian on top of everything else because he totally could. <laughs> I could tell right away that he was embarrassed right away. Yes. You know, because mm. a room full of people that doesn't even know that's happening with them laughing as hard as they were, it, it definitely had a sting a little bit. But he made the most of it. You know, he made it a, a comedic thing. But who wouldn't be mortified by something like that if that's the way they find out? I don't know. I still find it so funny, though. It's it is so hilarious. Oh, it's hilarious. It's I just so feel for the guy a little bit, but it's fucking hilarious. It, it, it humanizes him some more. You know, I. It, the thing is, though, I'm sure it was embarrassing. I'd be embarrassed in that situation, oh, yeah. but you yeah. played it off. You played it off the best you could, especially considering he was drunk. <laughs> yeah. This happened. I, yeah. 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 Plus, I think he did a good job with the situation. Keep in mind, too, he's been living with that for when did he lose it? He said like he was in middle school. Second grade. Or was it, was second, it grade? second grade? So, yeah, he's been was, living with was, it. There was. Two incidents. Yeah, right. Yeah. Two. We'll get there. Yeah. There was one in high school and one in in second grade. But I think the second grade one was the one he got the denture after. Yes. Mm. So he's he's had okay. that tooth for like almost twenty years now. You know, I'm pretty he's sure the like, same one. Just, well, okay, hopefully yeah. not the same one. But he's he's lived with the fact that he doesn't have a front tooth for twenty years now. I'd hope yeah, but, that he's pretty used to it. You know, and I love it how he refers to it as like as his friend or whatever. He's like, oh, where's your tooth? He's like, oh, he's taking a bath. He's relaxing in the bath right now. He's yeah. relaxing. Just my little guy. I'm a little toothy guy. How does it stay in there? Because it's not an implant. It, implant. It's like a veneer. You know, he can easily just like with his tongue, I, like pop it in and out. I think he has like a little stub of tooth still. And mm-hmm. I think it just clips onto that because he Ooh. said that when he was little, like he ran into like a glass door and it yeah. shattered. But that suggests that maybe like the roots still in there. It shattered his tooth, not the door. The door was so yeah. clean. Not the door. Yeah. yeah, the door. The door was fine. <laughs> Shohei was not. I touched it with my every, tooth every and I shattered of... a door. <laughs> Guys, I can't do like teeth. I like teeth, teeth getting fucked with. It, it is I, like I'm right now touching my teeth, like thinking about. Yeah, it, like, that's what nerves. I'm saying. It makes me want to rub my teeth, and it's mm. like, it, 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 like every time I think about a tooth getting broken, mm. it makes my ears ring. Oh, it's like braces. Get dizzy. Oh, I've had yeah, I had braces growing up. Well, I'm on the way to getting Invisalign in like just a couple weeks here. Okay. Actually, at the time of this being out, I might already have Invisalign. Just, you, just don't run into glass doors. Don't Jack. do it. Yeah. No, let isn't that, know, isn't me, that the time? armor. But mm. no, I, it's just I did have braces growing up and it was, the worst thing was just like when they would drill the wax off your fucking teeth and the drill was just hard enough to get the wax off and it felt like oh. somebody was tickling your teeth. Imagine being tickled mm. that sensation but on your teeth. It was the worst <laughs> fucking thing on the planet. I wanted to punch the person drilling me. Did you wear your retainer after you got them off? Uh, for a little while then I stopped wearing it because it fucking hurt. No so, one wears a retainer. No, no rip. No. That's why my bottom teeth are crooked again. No one wears mm. a retainer. Yeah, because retainers God. suck. I love Shohei. Basically the rest <laughs> of this episode is going to be a Shohei praise podcast. Shohei yes. show. The rest of this, the rest of these clips are about him. Uh, week eleven, tooth. yes, week eleven. Chat of the pink film. Oh man, guys, this I, is the, <laughs> probably the funniest <sighs> fucking clip of Terrace I've, I've ever seen. The fuck up. <laughs> Look, I was not prepared for this clip, emotionally, physically, spiritually. Um, but it's the continuation of that scene. Where Shohei and Haruka are downstairs talking about his script for the pink film, Virgin Concerto. Um, and Haruka, you know, she's kind of talking about how, like, oh, you know, I've kind of been considering doing more visque adult things, but I don't think I could do what you do. And Shohei talks about how he has to take a genital guard class where I guess you have to tape up the beep, the bevis. I still fully comprehend what that means. Do you really have to take a class to duct tape your dick up? Is that what that is? Is that what they, they were they meant by Hold that? on, Jack. I would hope they don't <laughs> duct tape your dick. I would really hope they don't. <laughs> I don't know. I've never taken a general card class, but it's like you gotta tape it up. Well, right? There you go. That's what we to learn. When we were they actually wondering if we were they seeing actually use industrial HVAC tape. We, we were <laughs> we were wondering if we were seeing a scrote or not, and we kinda were, but it was like a taped up version. There was a genital guard there. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
Sure, it, it's just tape. So it is just tape. I don't know. I tape, all I know is it's an online he, class. He can't get a boner because if he does, it ruins the guard. It'll break the guard. <laughs> you just hear like everything sound. I just love Ruka's like because they're reading the script right, and like Ruka's yeah, like, "Hey, won't you get a boner? Because won't you be like naked and stuff?" And Joey's like, "I hope not." <laughs> well, before that, Ruka's just like, "So do do you guys actually do it?" Like, yeah, or is it all actually, fake? Yeah, do you do the deed? He's, he's like, like, well, like, sometimes I don't know. He, so he didn't know it was his he first was going one. To have I think to... I think this was his first mm-hmm. one. Yeah, because so Hanukkah was asking just... in general terms, not like, are you about to fuck this girl? <laughs> um, some actors like in Hollywood and stuff actually do. Mm. Which look that up. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, just Google that. Hollywood yeah. actors that do safe search. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and then later uh, we see Shohei upstairs in the boys' room with Ruka, and he's just reading his lines. And Ruka asks the very naive question, "What are you doing?" Um, to which now they both are practicing together and rehearsing the lines. And Shohei is like, "Hey, you need to take this seriously. Like, please read these lines. Like, we're actually acting it out. Can you play Aika, the female lead?" And every time Ruka delivers his lines, he can't help but laugh and giggle. <laughs> but Shohei's I, taking this so seriously. Who couldn't, He's though? He's in I, the I zone. Think Ru- I think Ruka's being a good friend here, man. Because mm. if one of y'all asked me to do this shit, I don't know if I could do exactly he's what taking, they're He's doing. taking one for the team, man. It's one thing to rehearse <laughs> your lines. It's another thing to act out the sexual that's, acts, That's what what's me. happening here. Yeah. I was surprised that was happening. Like, the part where it's like, oh, what if I... <laughs> with my hand... It's like, and then Shohei like stood up and mimed like taking off his pants, and it's like, yeah. oh, we're doing this, okay? No, is sure, Ruka no. gonna like Ru- jerk him off? Is that's what's gonna happen right oh, now? Fuck. Well, Ruka like made the motion like he pulled down his pants. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. it was a thing, and then he's like breathing on him, and then Ru- and then Shohei's making this fucking like orgasmic face and stuff. Wow, it was mm-hmm. they were going all in. <laughs> And he's like, hey, listen, you're breathing so hard that you're breathing through my clothes. <laughs> and Shohei plays with Ruka's boobs, and it's like, okay. What? So, so you're, it's fake boobs. He was yeah, touching he's his fondling him. <laughs> so th- this clip made me think about, and I'm, I'm pulling the curtain, I'm not pulling the curtain back, but I'm, I'm you know, zooming Whoa. out a bit and focusing more on another terrace as a whole. I've noticed some of these clips were cut out because or at least i felt like they were cut out because they were a little more risque and not safe for work like in the exercising one colin mentioned earlier i think kenny says something like i can see shohei's dick and you know that was like okay that's funny but also i can kind of see why it wasn't in terrace house proper because you know like it's a little not safe for work it's a little edgy but then in actual for real terrace house i cannot drive this point home enough we see actual porn basically right so what's stopping this which i would rather have in the show than actual porn yeah it would get across the same idea of shohei needs to do something embarrassing without Mm -hmm. us having to see actual porn and it would have been way funnier agreed i agree i I would have rather this been in than the pink scene for sure it would have made way more sense in the context of the whole show it would show the bonding i it's funny here too because while they're enacting these sexual acts in the script of course rook is going to turn red Oh yeah. yeah, and Shohei calls him out. You're all red, buddy. <laughs> like, let's do yeah, a take Yeah, I'm two. going to be. <laughs> and then Ruka looks at Shohei. I love you, Shohei Kun. Oh god. And then they kiss, <gasps> and all the Yahweh fans are happy. Shipping it. Shipping and it. They finally ship. get to a scene where Ruka's like, uh, he reads the script. He's like, I'm not doing that part. <laughs> and then it cuts. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> It was so good. This is the kind of stuff we talk about with another Terrace clips is that there's some of the best stuff that Terrace House has to offer, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a, it's a crime that a lot of people, especially um, international audiences, is never going to see these. This is yeah. some of the best stuff, period. So, like I said before, we're trying to do our part to make these public for you guys. Um, and thank you to Costco Sub for, for translating them so we can cover them, too. It's a group yes. effort. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. And if you even know a little bit about them, you find out about them. It's definitely worth watching if you love the show, because I think all they really do is enhance them and enhances yeah. the show. For the most part. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? It, and it, it enhances the viewing experience, gives you a lot more context to all these different people and relationships. Uh, let, lets you into their life a little bit more. And so, I mean, I don't really see the negative about that. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Some of them are way more interesting than others. Case in point, this one. Um, but 
it, it, it does no harm, right? Like you said, it only makes the show better and lends context. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there is still one more clip here that we have yes. marked. Um, it's, it's the one where Shohei's teaching Cowdy, right? How to make Taiwanese shaved ice, mm-hmm. right? And it mm-hmm. looks good. I mean, everything he cooks looks good, right? Yeah. But, you know, they go the whole nine yards. They get to prepare a papaya, pineapple. Oh, it's just amazing. And um, for the first half of the clip, it's it's another recipe video. So if you want to learn how to make it at home, I guess there you go, right? Yeah. Um, but then this is the, also the scene where Shohei tells a story about how he loses his teeth. We've already gone over uh, how he loses his his the one where he has a denture for, right? But apparently his other tooth, his right tooth, is also pretty chipped. And this is another example of a story that would definitely be edgy and not safe for work. But because of the pink film scene... <laughs> I wanted like, this not? in the yeah exactly but basically <laughs> he was in high school and his friend the girlfriend of his friend got a new haircut got a new bob cut and he couldn't help but think that just looks like a dick her head looks like a dick <laughs> and, <laughs> and rather than keeping this to himself mm-hmm. and being oh. like you know, this person, you know, would take offense to that. He even, like, clarifies. He's, like, in the locker room with his buddy, and he's like, hey, I know you really love this girl, <laughs> but her haircut makes her look like a penis. Damn like, it's like, I don't know what response he expected to get. Like, why did you feel the need to express that? Yeah, Other than for the lulls? He, t- like, <laughs> he tells that story as if he's like, I'm just letting you, like, did you know that? You know, I'm just curious. <laughs> did you notice it? Just or- so you're aware. Yeah, and your girlfriend looks like a penis. Can I just defend the bob cut for once and for all? <laughs> I am a fan of the bob cut. Obviously, with haircuts, there's like you know, we're better. There's some that are better than others, right? It really depends on where you go and stuff. But I've definitely seen some good looking bob cuts. Throwing some bangs there, you know, you 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 you've got a look there. It's definitely a look. They don't all look like penises, no. No, they no, don't but, have to. But I no, guess I this one ones. might have. I like shorter hair. You said it in front of Cody. You said it in front of a Cody who like, has a bobcat. Yeah, and she got self-conscious. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. the way he worded it, he was, wasn't he saying, like, it was a fail. It was a fail of a bobcat. The bobcat right. yes. failed. And, and that is, yeah, by the way, bad. let me bless you all with this. That is one of my favorite subreddits as well, too. R slash just fuck my shit up. It's oh, one yeah, of the yeah, best yeah, yeah. ever with the bad <laughs> I thought you were about to say r slash bobcut fails, because here's the thing. There's so many <laughs> yeah. subreddits like, where I a- believe uh, that's a thing out there. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. R slash subreddits I thought existed. Same. Yeah. But after he tells the guy this, you know, he got a little mad. <laughs> I don't blame him necessarily. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And apparently he <laughs> he threw some deodorant at Shohei and chucked it. <laughs> Yeah, he chucked it at him, and it hit him square in the right tooth and chipped it. Ooh. So the one what are thing, the odds? Yeah, I know. That's the one thing I'm thinking, right? Is what are the odds that Shohei, a normal human being, allegedly, can A, <laughs> allegedly. run left tooth first into a glass wall, right, and B, take a deodorant stick to the right tooth squarely? Like, I mean, come on. While we're talking about odds here, what are the odds that a fight didn't break out immediately after that? Oh, yeah. You know, think about the aftermath there in that locker room. Wouldn't have been a good place to be. Yeah, I, I was fully expecting him to say, like, he got punched in the face. Like, the dude straight up just decked him. Sure yeah, enough. I think it was, it was, you know, hey, you can't say that about my girlfriend, but not like, I don't think it was genuine anger. I feel like mm. it was, you know, like, best friend antics. I'm going to throw this at you. Oh, you yeah, think and, he didn't and afterwards it? his friend was probably like, oh, yeah, fuck. You think yeah. so? Oh, okay. I, like I don't think it was genuine it. anger. Mm. Okay. I hope not, but I'm sure that girl got a haircut soon afterwards. <laughs> Probably. But. Oh, dude. So, I could, well, he uh, named her, didn't he? He, like, said her full oh, name. yeah, yeah. And she, and you know what's funny? Is, like, it sounded like um, a very popular Japanese girl's name. I don't even know what those sound like, but when they said <laughs> it, I was like, that sounds like a what a popular Japanese girl's name would be. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. And so after you said, I was like, well, uh, if they didn't know who they were, they know who they are now. So if, yeah. if that high school friend of his knows he's on the show, he's going to watch the show and see that he called her out by name. Oh, oh man. Well, it was like it had to be on name. YouTube because it's not on yeah. the show. Oh, that's true. Mm. Right. Yeah. What a story. And, and just to go back to the shaved ice, too, before we conclude here, it all looked good. But the mung beans, the mung beans. Interesting choice. Didn't look good. They look like capers. They look like little tiny olives. I was weirded out by it. It looked like Is a vegetable ex- in my fruit. 
Yeah, is there an explanation as to why mung beans? I mean, I assume they're done in Taiwan, right? That's where he learned it. That's where he got it. It was just, it was a weird looking thing. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't tell you for sure. Nope. That's all. But yeah, I don't know. Bung Overall, beans. these and other terrorist clips, like we only covered about a little less than half of them, but in, in a perfect world, I could see us covering all of them, at least to some extent. But these were the ones that I think that we came together and thought these are the most important ones. You guys Watch agree? the butt exercise one by yourself, at least, because we yes. did talk about it a little bit, but that I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. No, I mean, really, all of these were, were interesting and definitely yeah. fleshed it out more. Like, I, I actually like Kenny a little bit. I think yeah. Kenny is not like he owns land on space now. That's a, oh, that's yeah, a fact. I forgot. An on acre the on the moon. It's, it was only yeah. 30 bucks. Why don't we all own acres on the moon is the real question. <laughs> 30 bucks I feel US. like those aren't going to actually hold up when we do take over the moon. No, own, not if, when. You know, when? I told you guys this, but I own part of Hawaii, too. I don't know if you guys know about this. Hawaii, too? But yeah, but Cards Against Humanity did it a couple years ago. Oh, they bought an yeah, island yeah. and they gave everyone a square like yard or some shit, and I got one. Nice. You could build a really small house there. Tiny house. Yeah, square, I actually think, square yard. Actually, I have the deed to it. Like They sent me the deed and everything. Like I don't think I could build anything there, actually. I can but it is a legally, it's a legally binding contract. I have the deed, yeah. Very nice. Damn. I can't sell it, though. Ah. Yeah. But hey. Yeah. Hawaii, too. Oh. I own land. <laughs> Electric boogaloo. <laughs> but I think that brings this episode to a close. Uh, we hope that you all enjoyed the festivities of, of happy holidays Yay. in the past week. It's a very joyous time of the year, of course. Um, but we're also kind of, you know, barreling closer and closer to the New Year's. And I'm scared of it, but hey, hindsight's 2020, 20, right? Uh, guys, um, like, this is kind of like our New Year's celebration as well, too, right? This is going to be one of the, f or no, do we have one more episode? Before yeah, we have one more episode that's the okay. last episode of the year. I'll, I think. Save the, I'll save the festivities and the pomp and circumstance for that one, then. Never mind. Yeah, I'm trying to remember for sure. I think so, yes. Yeah, our next episode does come out December 31st, I believe. Ooh. Uh, New Year's Ooh. Eve, if uh, if y'all are interested. Yes. Um, but yeah, next episode, we're going to cover the next episode of uh, Tokyo 2019-2020 Part 2, uh, episode 14. That'll be exciting and very fun. Back to our usual yeah. shtick, of course. Back on our bullshit. And again, we just threw this bonus episode out there, A, because we needed to cover it because these videos are awesome, but also as an extra bonus present to you guys to the fan base here to the listeners we really appreciate you guys being with us we've been we're just about 13 months old now as a podcast and the swell of support has been incredible and so we just thank you guys and we wanted to throw this out there we didn't want to pass up these another terrace house clips because like i said they're too good yes absolutely if you now listen dear listener uh, if you want to do you start listening at the end <laughs> it, if you want to do us a real solid or actually if you want to get even more friends what you do is you go to your New Year's Eve party, whatever that may be. Uh, you know how they play music at those things? In fact, turn off the music. Play an episode <laughs> no. right up to it. Yank no. the Terrace House podcast. Out, yeah, yank yeah. that CD out of the player because people <laughs> still have CD players, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Burn ours to a CD. Throw that shit in there. Put it on repeat. Oh, you instant subscribers. Everyone's going to be like, I need to watch Terrace House now. I need to listen to Tadima. I need to hop on the Tadima train. Get this Post Malone out of there. But Tadima, <laughs> though. I can, I can already Dima. hear our lawyers saying that this is not a legally binding uh, piece of advice. <laughs> no. Like, um, we're, not, we're not liable for the tragedies of millions of uh, New Year's Eve parties worldwide. Yeah. Listen, hey, I, we take no responsibility if you get excommunicated from your friend groups. Just saying. You just gave but, but advice. But then you can be our friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, actually, what you do is you show it to a random party. No, that's worse. No, no, no. That's party. worse. Yikes. <laughs> That's that's actually worse. And now no, we know why Colin doesn't have any friends. <laughs> well, shit. Yeah, he you goes guys to random parties and plays podcasts all the time. I need help. He needs to be stopped. He is a menace. I'm <laughs> just that guy in the corner that's having a beer. It's like I bet these guys don't even know about episode 11 of Tokyo 2019, 2020. Oh God, don't bring those memes in here. Like, what are they? But Yikes. really, though, if, if you do want to hang out with us, we do have a discord. We don't shout it out often enough, but um, you can check that out the description below or show notes to link to our discord. If you want to spend the holidays with us and enjoy, enjoy the Tadaima Yuletide festivities, please do check us out on discord. We, we have a lot of fun there. It's pretty great. Hi. Hi. Yes. Uh, but let's bring this episode to a close. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please feel free to email those at questions at terracehousepodcast.com. Uh, you can catch us next Tuesday with the next episode of part two. And uh, we'll see you there on New Year's Eve. We're going to count down the minutes, the hours, the days, 
This has been Tadaima. Thanks for listening. you enjoyed the show you can follow us on instagram at tadimagram on twitter at tadimapod and check out our youtube channel facebook group and the brand new discord server all linked in our show notes did you know that if you grab your thumb like this hard and then start throwing your wrist forward like this you break your wrist you will dislocate this tendon Nope. Anyone what, can why separate did, their Why did you open with hey, that? Wrist. Do this real quick. Instead, and so we're not watching you and doing it. If you if you if you do it really hard, uh, like everyone, it's everyone's doing it. All the kids are dislocating their wrist tendons these days. You know. <laughs> Is that all the kids are doing? It's all the rage. It's what hey, the kids. Hey, they were they were um, spraying deodorant on themselves till they burn. Their, they got a chemical burn on their skin. So. Uh, it's it's the new hip thing. It's like, hey, did yeah. you know that if you fucking dislocate your tendon, you unlock a skin in Fortnite? Yeah, man, it's fucking cool. <laughs> R slash kids are fucking stupid. Yes, Bless. that's a real one.